Hallelujah, people of God. And welcome once again to your favorite podcast, Alone with Jesus. This is our very last episode on Alone with Jesus for the year 2020. Alone with Jesus is an eighth set month. The Lord has been good to us. We started this podcast from the month of June and we are in December. And we are grateful that for the past six months to seven months, God has been faithful to us and we can boldly say that there has not been a time that we missed an episode except for last week. We are grateful to God. And so in this episode of the Alone with Jesus podcast, it's taking a different trend, it's taking a different dimension because we are going to focus solely on gratitude. And so we have captioned this episode as ending the year with gratitude. Ending the year with gratitude. We are going to look at a very interesting passage of scripture from the the book of Genesis chapter number 35, verse number 17 to 18. Genesis 35, verse number 17 to 18. Before we read the scripture, I want you to understand that this year has been a very tough year for many of us. It has been a year of grievances for many of us, a year of confusion and frustration. People have lost their jobs. Marriages have collapsed. People have lost their children. People have lost their spouses, their husbands and wives. People have lost dear relatives to their heart because of the COVID that broke out. Churches were closed down. Schools were shut. Markets were not open to the public. And a lot of things have happened in this year that gives you and I a reason to be cautious, a reason not to celebrate because in some countries even in this christmas there is still lockdown and the people's freedom is taken away from them by a certain virus nevertheless in the midst of all these things the world is still thankful even though they do it without an understanding so in this few days for the year to end the clubs open the drinking bars are still in operation they are getting sound system for the few days left for us to cross over into the year 2021 and they are going to celebrate big time they do this without an understanding but for you and i that understand the word of god we need to do it with an understanding and in doing it with understanding we need knowledge ingratitude is not a spirit but rather a lack of knowledge And so there are people who cannot say thank you because they do not know somebody is doing for them or has done for them. There are others that they cannot say thank you or they cannot express a heart of gratitude simply because they do not understand, they do not have knowledge of the value of what you do for them. So you give the person money and the person does not appreciate what you are giving them because they don't see the value of the money that you are giving them or what you have gone through to give them that which you gave them. And so ingratitude is more of a lack of understanding as a result of lack of knowledge rather than a spiritual thing. And so we want to open our understanding and bring to light the things that God has done for us 
in this year so that you and I can end the year with gratitude. There are people who have lost their children. There are people who have lost their husbands. But for you and I, even if we lost a dear one, God has spared our lives and we need to be grateful. God has given us a testimony one way or the other and you and I need to be grateful. Yes, I understand that at a point your business didn't do well, but in the midst of it all, it didn't collapse. Yes, I understand that at a point your health was failing, but you didn't die. And because of that, we need to end this year with gratitude. Going back to the scripture in Genesis chapter number 35, verse number 17 to 18, Bible says that after a very hard delivery, the midwife shouted, Don't be afraid, Rachel. You have a son. After a very hard delivery, the midwife shouted, Don't be afraid, Rachel. You have a son. But Rachel was dying and with her last breath named the boy Ben-Oni, son of my sorrow. But Jacob, his father, changed his name to Benjamin, son of my right hand. Jacob is the father of Benjamin and Rachel is the mother of Benjamin. Jacob decided to name the child Benjamin in appreciation for what God had done and so calls the child son of my right hand. At the time that Jacob was naming the child son of my right hand, Rachel, the wife of Jacob, was losing her life and she was dying. In the end, Bible says that she died. But because of the pain that Rachel went through to give birth to Benjamin, in her pain, Bible says that she named the boy Ben-Oni, meaning son of mine, sorrow. Why? Because she gave birth to a son at the point where she was losing her life. The pain of birth, the sorrows of birth, did not allow Rachel to be grateful for the child that has been born into the world, for a destiny that has come into the world. And so she decided that I will conclude the story by saying that this child is a child of my sorrow because I am dying. It's a child of my pain because I am fading out of the system. However, the father of Benjamin, whose wife is Rachel, who was dying at the moment, looks at the boy who was born and says that I refuse to call you son of my sorrow. I call you son of my right hand, son of my strength, son of my abilities, because this is the doing of the law, that though my wife is dying, she has been able to give life in exchange for hers. So it is two different people looking at the same scenario, looking at the same situation. And one says that it is a situation of sorrow. And the other says it's a situation of strength and power, a situation of the grace of God. So in ending the year, at the time where Rachel was ending her life, few hours or few moments before she passed on, decided to conclude by saying that the end of my life is sorrowful. But Jacob stood on a different ground and said that the end of my life is that this child has been born by God and it is the grace of God that has made him alive. 
and people of God with this understanding we want to take the stand of Jacob no matter how painful the experience have been in this year no matter how hard things have become for you Bible says that after a hard delivery Rachel gave birth and after giving birth named the child son of my soul after a hard year of hardship after a very long year of pain after a very long year of disgrace and lack of money how do you want to conclude your year bible says in the book of psalm number 65 verse number 11 that god crowns our year with his goodness and even our hard part overflow with abundance in psalm 65 god said that i crowned your year with goodness and your hard part overflows with abundance so in as much as rachel was going through pain and after a hard delivery it is because she failed to understand that her hard part overflows with abundance and that is why she chose to name the child a child of sorrow forgetting the very little things that god have done for her she lost the sight of the fact that she could die and as well her child could die she lost the, the sight of the fact that god has given her another life though her life was wasting away you may not have had money enough in this year but don't forget the fact that in this year you didn't sleep on an empty stomach you may not have eaten the choices of food do not forget the fact that in this year you ate what you wanted to eat and even had excesses this is the doing of the law and it is marvelous in our sight i understand that in this year you were not employed you were not gainfully employed however you and i cannot say that we never had money free of charge you and i cannot say that throughout the year we never had anything coming into our coffers this is the doing of the law and it is marvelous in our sight i want to draw your attention in conclusion to an error that took place in the scripture with regards to this passage that we are talking about never in the history of Israel do women name children every child that is born is named by the father and whenever there was a perversion of what was rightly supposed to be done the outcome was bad and what I mean by this is that men are supposed to name their children when they are born after the eighth day but at the time of birth a woman decided to name the child and he said i call him ben oni and in the hebrew language ben means a son and only means sorrowful so ben only means the son of my sorrow women do not name children so why did rachel hurriedly name the boy we have another example of a woman naming a child and that woman is the mother of Jabez we don't know of the father of Jabez the Bible didn't give us record of it 
Bible says that amongst the brethren of Jabez, he was the most honorable one amongst them all. And yet one that was an honorable man, when the mother decided to name, Bible said, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. So all the time that women named their children in scripture, they attached pain to their names. They named them with their sorrow. They named them with the negativity of their lives. And that is a perversion. What happened to the father of Jabez that he couldn't name the child, nobody knows. But it, it is not in the power of women in those days. Even in this current trend of events in our world, women do not name children. It is the men that do give names to their children. And there is a principle behind the scripture. The principle is that what you are not supposed to do, when you do it, you get it wrong. And so there, God has given each and every one of us an assignment. When we decide to do what we have not been asked to do, we will always get it wrong. And so child of God, I want you to understand that in this year, irrespective of what has happened and what has taken place in the history of the world. What you and I need to know is that it is not in our duty, it is not in our power to call this year a year of sorrow, a year of grief, and a year of pain. It is in the duty of God to do that. And God says in Psalm 65, verse number 11, that I will crown your year with goodness and even your hard path will overflow with abundance. It doesn't matter how many days is left for the year to come to one end. God has crowned it with goodness. And so we can count our blessings and name them one by one and it will surprise us what the Lord has done. It doesn't matter how many days is left for the year to come to an end. You and I can say that even our hardest of grounds or path has overflowed with abundance. Abundance of his mercy because it is by his mercies that in the midst of the corona, we fail to obey the COVID protocols. And yet you and I were not attacked by this virus and our lives has been spared. It is the doing of the Lord. It is marvelous in our sight. It is by his mercies that we have not been consumed. And so child of God, end the year on a note of gratitude with this knowledge that Christ Jesus has preserved you given you a life that is above every other life on earth and in him you have moved in this year you have lived in this year and you have your being to his glory in the name of jesus amen i want you to spend some few minutes and thank god for the year 2020 be grateful to god ingratitude is a lack of knowledge Now you have knowledge of what Christ has done for you in the year. And I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are and say thank you Jesus and celebrate the Lord Jesus. I wish you a Merry Christmas and I pray for you that as we cross over in this year, this is the last Monday in the year 2020. And as we cross over into this time to the year 2021, I pray that in that year to come, you will see the goodness of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord bless you.
and the Lord keep you. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.